Hello there, I'm Kiosa Ronin Beatmaker, and welcome to Lounge Ronin, all things, everything. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at roninart underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at roninartandmusic09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, Please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love. So, today, we're going to be discussing who is Eliza Censorship Blue. Now, before we get into it, I, uh, I first became aware of her. Um, somehow, she made her way onto my timeline on Twitter and um, and I found it quite interesting I was like looking at her tweets and I was like all right okay interesting um, and then she the next thing I know she's on Tim pool and I was working out I'm I'm listening to her and then she starts talking about Andrew Tate and she you know gives this uh, speech that she, I, I should preface it for new uh, listeners. Eliza Blue is a um, woman who was uh, claimed to have been trafficked, uh, um, sex trafficked, and, um, and is a uh, anti-sex trafficking advocate and activist. And um, recently she's a, uh, coming uh, under fire and uh, exposed for her um, say one thing, do another style of uh, activism, I should say. And um, like I said, the way I was caught on to this rabbit hole is I was, you know, two o'clock in the morning, should have been in bed, wasn't. Um, and I'm on, I just, yeah, actually I just finished working out and I, you know, I hit on YouTube and I'm like, I see that star Wars girl is streaming. And I was like, she's never popped up on my, on my, uh, channel before my feed. And, uh, she's talking about Eliza blue and I'm like, okay, let's, let's see what's going on here. And that's when I re when I was, uh, privy to 
this um, expose of Miss Eliza Censorship Blue. And uh, I wanted to share my thoughts on the whole thing. And, um, and just, you know, give my thoughts on how I, you know, and well, what this whole thing represents, I should say. Uh, give me one second. Sorry about that. So, yeah, I just wanted to share my thoughts and just talk about um, this whole situation because it, it seems like 2023 is the year of the uh, Grifter Expose. And, uh, you know, as I said, that Star Wars girl was talking about this. And then I went down the rabbit hole of Brittany Venti, who um, is a live streamer and does these um, expose videos, actually. And she did a video um, talking about, um, well, no, she didn't do a video. She she saw a thread, and we're going to talk about it. And um, she saw this thread, and she asked Eliza Blue about it. And then the next thing you know, she gets locked out of her account. Um, and, uh, and then the next thing you know, the quartering, uh, he gets locked out of his account for posting. And it was all because of posting a publicly available screenshot of, uh, her, her from a, uh, music video. Um, and we'll, we'll, we, I, we'll, we'll get into that as well. Don't, don't worry. Um, you know, I, I'm all about, you know, I love me a good conspiracy. Um, and if you've, you've, if you've been around for, for Lounge Ronin, you know Lounge Ronin loves his conspiracies. He loves going down the rabbit holes. And uh, uh, he, he does love learning about grifters. Um, and I think because, you know, I don't have a problem with, uh, with, with grifting. Um, you know, uh, that is how the world has been made in many regards and conquered. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to talk about this because I find it very fascinating um, and very telling of the world that we are living in right now. And I think, you know, people who... Um, who are, you know, people who advocate for freedom of thought, freedom of individuality, um, can appreciate and understand where I'm coming from. But I have to admit, I find this entire thing fascinating. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing the thread in regards to um, what this is about. So let's, um, all right. So this right here is a uh, Miss Eliza Censorship Blue. Now I call her that because of uh, 
she is using her platform and her uh, connection to um, Elon Musk uh, to um, censor and quiet any of those people online who um, bring up her illicit and questionable past. And the fact that she has changed her name, I believe, over a dozen times. I mean, whew, she is one chunky monkey. That's for sure. Mm, mm, mm. I let her grift into my bed. <laughs> I digress. But the Ronin can't help but have a little humor. Um, but, I mean, goddamn. But don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah, she was recently on um, Tim Pool, and it seems like uh, Tim Pool's podcast is going to be running a bit of a curse. Um, why is the photo not showing? Oh, I didn't even put in a photo. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it seems like um, there might be a little bit of a curse brewing on on the Tim Cass IRL because, um, well, to say the least, it seems like this woman got Jack Murphy. If you don't know who Jack Murphy is, go look him up. He, he's an interesting character in and of itself. Um, but yeah, she was on there and, um, you know, the, uh, Andrew Tate, the Tate brothers, regardless of what you think about them, they were recently arrested in Romania. That's where they, uh, live on apparently, um, sex trafficking charges, even though last year in April they were arrested for that. And then the charges were dropped and dismissed. Um, and he's been recently speaking out a lot against the machine, against the military, pharmaceutical, corporate industrial complex. Um, he's been speaking out against the World Economic Forum, you know, the, the elites. And uh, so there's a lot of questioning about his arrest, you know, and uh, she came out with supposed statements from the women who were abused um and um to say the least tim pool and the crew they kind of pushed back on her and when i was listening to her um i immediately was 110 percent suspect um my uh my intuition and was just uh, was telling me she's suspect. Um, didn't know what it was about her, but I just had a feeling she was suspect because she stumbled and was put off by the fact that they were questioning her, considering the fact that she didn't really provide any um, evidence or anything. And there are videos of supposed women who claim to have been uh, um, abused by Tate in video saying, hey, that's not true. Um, we've put in statements to the Romanian um, police. None of it is true. Um, so 
And if you don't know, um, you know, Romania is uh, a country with um, some illicit, um, corrupt uh, behaviors and tendencies. Um, you know, it's uh, no different than here, but it's a little more, um, I think, blatant over in that country <laughs> in some regards. I mean... But I don't know much about Romanians, com Romania corruption. But if it's anything near the levels of Ukraine, I can understand why people would be suspect. Um, I mean, so, but I digress. So she was on Tim Cass IRL. And, um, you know, she came out with a speech. Uh, she was uh, pushed back and... Um, I don't think she was expecting that. And then that was weeks ago. I didn't think anything of it until, like I said earlier, I stumbled on to uh, uh, miss that Star Wars. And uh, and I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is very interesting. So we're going to read the thread. And uh, do a little dive on this character. See what she's all about. Now, this thread is by Manuel Fango. Um, and, uh, oh, I finally got blocked by the lying grifter Eliza Blue in honor of this. We'll finally fully debunk her lie of being a sex trafficking survivor with her own words. All righty. Let's go. December 26th. Oh, never mind. Here we go. So, Eliza Blue claims to have been trafficked in LA as a young girl, but forgot she was well known in, in the My Chemical Romance during that time. She lived on MySpace with Jeffree Star around the 2007 date she sets for her alleged trafficking. Okay. Um, oh, this video is age restricted. Okay. Age restricted. Oh, you can't even go onto it. Oh, I think that video was locked. Okay, well, this is her. Backstage, fair use, fair use. Um, that's her backstage. Interesting. Okay. You see, in 2007, when she claims things went down, she was rolling between LA, Phoenix, Chicago, and didn't drink or do drugs. She was a straight edge girl who traveled all over the place and had a mile-long internet history of daily posts. So she was a vlogger back in the day. See, uh, Eliza Blue had years to do stand-up for sex trafficking with her massive myself presence and never did. She was friends with many dudes that later got outed for being, oh, for being, um, 
the P word. Um, and she did nothing, not ever spoke out once. Oh boy. From MySpace, Eliza Blue was popular on live stream platform Stick'em. Uh, had a front page Friday night show every week with uh, Cyber 54. Regularly interacted with Eliza Blue, Jeffree Star, Matthew Lush. She was a completely different person. Um, Jeffree Star is that uh, makeup um, individual. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. But there she is. She's looking like a little brother from Monsters. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, here we go. You see, in 2007, Eliza Blue was busy claiming to be engaged to Jared Way of My Chemical Romance during the same time she now claims to have been trafficked during the... Okay, same time. This, couple, this coupled with the fact she refuses to name her abusers, and now you see the big lie. You see, if you know anything like about like Maria Farmer, um, she blatantly speaks out against her abusers and you know Jeffrey Epstein and the ties. Um, so it, it's it, and here's here's my little thing, okay. Um, when she spoke on Tim Cass and was making all these claims and they just slightly pushed back with like, well, you don't really have any evidence and this is still an ongoing investigation. She was kind of taken aback. And this is my problem. All right. If you want to grift, fine, grift, but don't do it in an environment that could actually hurt other people. And what I mean by that is, and I was thinking this to myself when I was listening to her and I was like, listen, if it ends up being the case that, you know, the Tay brothers turn out to be um, found not guilty and this is just another big, a big form of corruption and extortion, I was like, she's going to look mighty suspect because I was already a little suspect of her. But then, you know, listening to the live stream of, um, of that Star Wars girl, I was like, okay. My my intuition was was correct on this one. And it seems like a lot of people were already on that. But my whole point is, this is why I really, you know, I I have I feel bad for the LGBTQ movement because there is an obvious agenda that's that is being pushed within that movement that is strictly unethical and immoral. Um and goes, you know, against human rights. <laughs> and unfortunately, the people out there who are trying to speak out against such agenda are being suppressed. And the people who are um, pushing this agenda are being amplified by the media, mainstream media. And it just makes it harder and it makes it even more difficult for the LGBT move movement to be taken seriously. And it does damage to the work that they have done to kind of gain the equal footing in terms of being viewed on on equal levels as heterosexual people. So if it turns out that this girl really was never sex trafficked, imagine the damage that she has done to 
act to activists and to people who actually were sex, sex trafficked. And, and that's what I'm trying to um, bring up in terms of my viewpoint on this. It's unfortunate um, if it turns out to be the case that she was lying. Now, I don't know if she's lying. We're going to go through this. And for my viewers, you know, if you're listening to this now or after the live stream, you know, leave, leave your comments and your thoughts below. Tell me what you think. Um, what do you feel about this situation? Because, I, you know, I don't really know. Um, it, it really depends on how this all plays out. Um, and, and, and for all we know, this is just another big distraction. There's so many distractions going on. I was thinking about doing a live stream just talking about that. But um, here we go. Back to it. But needless to say, if it ends up being not true, it's a lot of damage that she's done. Despite the, the work and the activism she has done, um, it, it's an unfortunate side, um, side effect. Uh, don't you think she would have been writing about it on her live journal, um, talking about it to all her fans, raising awareness? Nah, because she had um, made it a figured... She No, she had... She had it made and figured people would be too stupid to research it. Okay. Last year, someone compiled the MCR story of how Eliza Blue was a crazy stalker of the band threatened to commit suicide. The trafficking story is just made up entirely probably to get back years later at MCR band members. Why she doesn't name anyone? Well, she named anyone. She could be held for, I don't know, defamation, liable, lawsuit. So for her to just blatantly name any of the My Chemical Romance members, she would end up in a lawsuit. Um, that's pretty pretty obvious right there. Now, break into this with a teaser trailer from her sex trafficking survivor interview. She was a farm girl. She wanted to be famous. See, things are adding up. And we only have used her own words. Okay, all right. It gets weirder. Eliza Blue was on a TV show, Blind Day, which ran from 1999 to 2006. On that show, 2006, Eliza claimed to be 21 and talked about uh, um, about sex. Yeah, a year later, she was 17 and being trafficked. It's not adding up, is it? Okay, there she is. Fear based, and I have high expectations as far as sex goes. Sometimes they ask me, like, "Were you faking? Were you? Is that real?" And the mystery deepens. The plot thickens. Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Blind date. Twenty one years old. Two thousand seven. My Chemical Romance. Emo girl. MySpace. Stick them and getting trafficked. Two thousand sixteen. Refusing sex for one hundred and fifty k. 2022, 15 years ago at 17, I was trafficked, setting the date at 2007. See the issue coupled with her blocking and attacking people for asking questions.
moving. At, eight, at, eight, at 17, Eliza moved to L.A. with big dreams. Within 48 hours, a man who had promised to make her a star had sold her to another man in Hollywood for 500 This is only the beginning of an ordeal that was to last for over 15 years. Okay. Okay. All right. The story doesn't add up. She was an internet star in 2007, and it never came up. Then was a world star hip-hop girl. It would make more sense if the trafficking happened in the 2016 era. Okay. Now, you're wondering, a world star hip-hop girl. Now, I, don't, I didn't know what that was. I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm a young old man. And uh, I didn't know what that was, so I, I had to look it up for myself. And boy, oh boy, was I impressed. So we're going to take a, a little peek at uh, her video vixen days. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Here we go. Oof. Now you see what I mean when I called her a chunky monkey. Mm-mm-mm. With a body like that, you ain't got no need to be grifting. Mm. Now, I could see how this could uh, be a little contradicting to her narrative. Goddamn. <laughs> you see, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when... um. When you don't vet your reps, you're seeing that right now happening with a uh, a little uh, Greta Thornburg. You know, reporters interviewing her and questioning her at the at Davos, and all she had to say was chirps and giggles. But I wanted to show you that. And I, you know what? Let's watch it again. Good Lord. Why not? Oof. Now, you see, this was in 2016. Ugh. Now, if you were trafficked in, in 2007, and somewhere in between that time, you're doing this, uh, it's a little suspect. It's a little suspect. So, I, and, and this is what I mean by she's getting Jack Murphy because it, it seems like an ongoing theme right now on the Tim Pool uh, podcast, a little, a little curse, I think, of people just getting exposed 
of their grifts. They're grifting. And so, you know, to me, this is all entertaining. I find this very entertaining and, and very illuminating into how... how um, just fascinating this world is in people. And just, it makes you wonder, okay, how is it that she now has a, got a free Tesla from Elon Musk? Like there's these weird situations where you're seeing these individuals all of a sudden being propped up and you're seeing it on Twitter. It's where you see it most. All of a sudden they have a large following. You're seeing their tweets constantly and then the next thing you know, they're they're on they're on different podcasts and and this and that and and what have you. Um, so I find it to be a very interesting theme. Um, now listen, you want to be a video vixen, please have at it, do what you want. But the problem is the hypocrisy in your actions and in your words. And the fact that you are using your platform to censor individuals who are questioning you on your background, your history, and the abuse that you experience. Um, So let's keep on pushing it. I wanted to show you that so you can get an idea of what we're working with here. Now to our actual story. Groomed at age 15 at the Vans Warped Tour for two years by unnamed photographer, went to L.A. with photographer and moved before she was 18, got into drugs and was sold. Now we have a good timeline for everything. Alrighty. My Chemical Romance played the Vans Warped Tour from 2004 to 2005, putting her story at 2005 being 15 years old. Yet somehow in 2006, she was on a blind date, claimed to be 20. Uh, 21 years old. All right, this is starting to turn into one of those uh, Taylor Lorenz conspiracies. How old is she really? Truly, actually. All right, there you go. Years 2003, one to 2014. First, 2004. Recent, 2005. Got it. So she's claiming she was trafficked by My Chemical Romance members. People connected to Blind Date, Jeffree Star, James Charles, unnamed photographer. It's just another grift, folks. Mm. The grift is strong, ladies and gentlemen. The grift is strong. 2000 phone call about being a video vixen from her personal YouTube. She has posted, she hasn't posted on in years. Didn't seem to mind or care about her story and almost enjoying her video vixen um, 304 lifestyle. Hey, well, you know, everyone's got their thing. There she is. Video vixen. I wanted to give my mom a phone call. She just called me. So let's hope to God she picks up. Um, I want to. I want an installment of Life of a Video Vixen via video. I want... Well, there you have it. First installment of my Life of a Video Vixen. Okay. Oh, hey. Everyone's got that. Everyone's got their dreams. She even tried to get on American Idol, yet 11 years ago, she was 29 in 2011. 
making her 17 years old in 2005, claimed false yet again. She, um, does she not know how the internet works? How could someone live so many lives and lies all at once? Okay. In 2010, New York Post had her at age 28 as one to watch for Chicago auditions. Okay. Interesting. 2009, Eliza Sepp, okay, also known as Eliza Cutts, had been all the buzz at the Chicago American audition for season nine. The singer reportedly has been spending a lot of time with the producers and has had been filmed exclusively. Interesting. Here's Eliza's cut singing with her band 14 years ago before she went on an American on went on went on to be went to be on American Idol. Maybe it's a horrible quality, but she doesn't seem like the next Adam Lambert. Well, I ain't gonna play that. She was on tour with Jeffree Star at the time. Makes you wonder why she never jumped into the into the James Charles. Uh, Tida Westbrook drama. I don't know anything about any of that stuff. I do know J- James Charles what has been accused of inappropriate contact with men. That's all I know. Uh, she was probably working on inventing her trafficking story that simply doesn't add up during that time. Okay. Okay, there she is. That's Jeffree Star. Good Lord. Weird that an advocate to fight against um, ex-assault, abuse, and, uh, you know, crooming, uh, CSA, trafficking, etc., would mention James Charles without mentioning his crimes towards minors. There you go. Which had been prominent in the news. Then again, Eliza is Jeffree Star's old friend. And I do believe Jeffree Star has also been accused of some uh, inappropriate... Uh, contact. I guess when. Um, oh yeah, this girl. She she said something about it, and I went onto her, her channel. Let me see if I can go on it. Yeah, it's back. They had shut her channel down. She she posted some stuff. And they and they blocked her channel, but anyways. Oh, here, here she said she said something like this. Lord, what did she say? Can I just say something controversial real quick? I noticed something interesting about an anti-trafficker survival story. So Eliza Blue um, says she was trafficked at seventeen when she came to Los Angeles. Eliza was born in 1985, making it the year 2002 when she started being trafficked. Eliza Blue has not always been known as Blue. She's also been known as Eliza Sepp, Eliza Cuts, and Eliza Knows. She's been a hairstylist and a model. Oh, look at that. Hmm. Um, here's a video of Eliza Cuts with her best friend with Jeffree Star. Here's her in a so-called blind date. We looked at that. Here's her video. Here's another thing happened in 2002. My Chemical Romance was getting big. In fact, Eliza Cuts was 
Our Liza Blue was cutting cutting hair for bands and met Gerard Wade, who she later dated for a couple years, especially 2006, 2007. So, let's see, I don't think, yeah, it's gone. Interesting. So, so to distance herself from being buddies with Jeffree Star, who dated Gerard's brother, she changed her alias to Eliza Nose again to Eliza Blue and talked about being trafficked. 2002-2017. Looks like Eliza Blue is always going from one thing to the next, so as long as it benefits her and gives her attention and fame, no wonder why a lot of uh, ex-trafficking and survivors are blocked by her because she simply does not give an F about them and doesn't want to benefit them. Well, yeah, I think that's the photo of her with a Tesla. And look at the site. She posted many things about Elon Musk and Teslas. Interesting. That's right. And I remember on Tim Cash, she talked about how she worked with Elon to get um, CP off of Twitter. Oh, here it is. Fresh Tesla. Um, she says she wants to help, but she blocks people who ask for help and rude and so, and the support exodus cry. Um, these are all, I, I assume, uh, anti-trafficking organizations. Okay, um, you guys can read that stuff. Um, see, it says here, you know what I think, Eliza? I think you're trying to profit off Twitter, making profit off of C. As a material. Um, Jane, you are correct. Eliza has blocked hundreds of CSA and trafficking survivors who dare ask for one crumb of accountability for a constant conflation of right-wing abuse being removed. And Twitter's, um, okay. You see, so we have survivors out here who are um, kind of speaking out against her and people who are kind of questioning her narrative. Um so, oh boy. Now, I, I showed you, like, we saw the video. That's her. Okay. Um, that's her singing. Uh, that's her Instagram. Mm -hmm. Told you, Chunky Monkey. Chunky Monkey. So, I mean, it is a little suspect that if you are, you know, against anti, you know, you know, trafficking and all of that, but then, you know, this was in this was in 2015. So, you know, I'll, I'll let you guys um, make your own assessments and judgments. I go through all of this. So, e e yeah, um, there is threads after threads after threads about her. Um, but we're going to stick on to the main one right now.
we did that one. All right, the real question is why did Eliza Blue think she could skyrocket to fame on such an easily debunkable lie? Because she has friends who don't research. Elon Musk, Michael Malice, Candice, I don't know who that is, and Tim Cass. Now, I don't know if how well these people did research or she's just a very good grifter. I mean, there is also that case. Um, but I mean, listen, you know, I, my whole thing here is take each and every one of these people with a grain of salt. Um, you know, take what they say that works for you and then what doesn't. You know, it, you know, Tim Cass is a, is a reasonable person, although he has, you know, he he likes to be the smartest person in the room and I get it. It's his platform. Um, but he did one time put out a tweet saying that uh, people at a, um, what was it, like a, I think it was like a Johnny Rockets or something that police claimed that a bunch of um, workers there poisoned their food. And he tweeted out, oh, my God, they're trying to kill the comps. And then it turned out that they were lying. So, you know, you can be the, you can claim to be the smartest person in the room and then just be, be talking foolish. And, and talking out your butt. And um, so I do like his podcast. I do res I do respect him. And I do respect his work ethic. But, you know, you, you sometimes you got to take a second before you go out there and say nonsense. And that applies for me as well. It applies for anybody. Um, you know, Elon Musk, you can take him with a grain of salt, but you also have to keep in mind that his satellites are working for the military industrial complex and aiding in the Ukrainian war. And you got to also think about the fact that, um, you know, the batteries for electric vehicles and the mining and the, the, the abuse of African nations, the Congo and what have you. But listen, I digress. But all I'm saying is um, don't look up to your heroes. Respect them. Don't look up to them. Don't try to be them. Be your own individual. Be your own person. Be your own hero. But I digress. What's the real story? How old is she really? Why does she have two age timelines? How come people that know this get blocked? Perhaps we're dealing with two different converging timelines. And in fact, Eliza Blue is the walking embodiment of a CERN experiment gone wrong. Question, questions, questions. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. And the, okay, and that folks, and that folks is how, and that folks is how you debunk, oh, and folks, this is how you debunk a story with the internet. Evidence and facts from the person's own mouth. You're a bad person, Eliza Blue, and I got you. Oh, boy. This person woke up that day on December 29th, 2022, and chose violence. And I respect it. Look at that, Eliza Blue. Is 41, hereby confirming the entire threat. She blew her entire story and is now claiming to move the goalposts now that most people are aware her story was made up. Why not just tell the truth instead of making up another story this time? So she's 41. So the deal is that I was um, 
exploited as a child and I have vivid life. Then I was trafficked again as an adult. Then I was free and folks don't understand that I have lived for 41 years and they don't comprehend how someone can be trafficked and have a life. Um, okay, so she's 41. God damn, good looking 41. Grift don't crack, ladies and gentlemen. Grift don't crack. <laughs> All right, here's a thread from an open secret talking about Eliza Blue's story a year ago after getting blocked for uh, wondering why she wouldn't name her abuser. Without naming her, they got into some family history you should know about. Another story found. Okay, let's see, let's see. Okay, interesting. But let's keep going. All right, in that thread, we get linked a podcast with yet another variation of the trafficking story. It from being a photographer to being a high-profile basketball player to a high-profile musician. Another interesting post has been removed, but does basically seem to be on the same kind of line we are. All right, what's up with that Eliza Blue Lady? Elon Musk has done more to combat than Twitter ever did. Is is dubious. Yes, yes, yes. Because she said that on TimCast. Uh, but she seems, a quick look through her profile, she seems to actually do real stuff against CT and isn't just going after imaginary <laughs> Satanists. But I'm guessing she's probably weirder deep down. She's a grifter using C, um, CT as part of it. I've been following her a bit and, and she ignores any real criticism but complains about old... Twitter's lack of accountability, plus so many of her followers are QAnon types. <laughs> okay. Okay, now the plot even thickens more. Between um, uh, Alistair and Open Secret posting, we can see yet another name, Eliza A. Mor Morthland, the daughter of Representative Richard Morthland. Republican in the 71st district since 2011. He recently won re-election. Re there he is. All righty. Interesting. Okay. It seems. All right, so... Yeah, a lot. Okay, this woman's father is a magna candidate for Illinois Governor Richard Motherland. This constant positive stoking of pew in his idiotic, is idiotic. I don't know what that's all about. If you think this will advance the anti-trafficking cause, you haven't studied this a lick of history on, on human rights violations. Oh, okay. So she was making a response to her. She deleted that tweet. Wait, hold on. Here she goes. No one in my family is running for governor. No one in my family or extended family has run for governor. My, my pronouns are they, them. Okay, well, excuse me. 
So you violated Twitter terms of service with this tweet. And my tweet was factual per Reuters. Okay. Wait, is her pronoun Z then? For real? Okay. Okay, interesting. So she was married. Why worst fear is second for a survivor if you can drown again, I'll never get married. I'll get married to the love of my and have a child. Watch, okay. She was married once from her own mouth. If you travel outside the US and engage in human trafficking as the US says it's still a federal crime. Liza Blue, you mentioned in a previous tweet that there are gangs who choose not to engage in human trafficking based on morality. Can you ex can you expound on the morality of the gangs you're referring to? I'm asking because I worked against organized crime for 30 years. This is a new one for me. Okay. Here's her I don't, on... If, I, if there were... I don't want to be doing this job. I don't want to be protecting women that are being abused. Um, I want good men of the world to be protecting these women. But because there aren't enough out here, I have to be out here. I agree. Yeah. I, but I, what are what are what are men gonna do? If I so All right. Okay, so here is how it all started. This girl right here, Brittany Venti. She just she saw this guy's thread who we've been um, going through, and she was like, "Hey, Eliza Blue, it's a sensitive topic. You don't have to go into detail about being trafficked, but I'm hoping you could clarify this thread. There's claims and videos in this thread that conflict with the timelines." you gave and could distract from your anti-trafficking message. This is what I was, I know trafficking comes in a lot of forms as we saw with tape, you know, as proven until innocent until proven guilty, because there's, it's, there's a lot of conflicting evidence. And like I said, it, there are the women out there. And I've seen the videos of them who were, who were been, who were with Tane, like we weren't trafficking. Um, and when she read that speech, when she read that quote or statement, Tim Pool and the crew kind of pushed back on her. And they're like, well, there hasn't really been any real evidence. And, they, and thus far, they have not released anything. So my whole thing is it, it, whether we don't, it, it, you know, because of the way he spoke and he talked and his lifestyle, it's all questionable and it kind of falls into the face of, because of his lifestyle makes him questionable and the way he talks, his rhetoric makes him questionable. I get that. But 
I'm not here to say he he is or is not. I'm just saying wait until the facts are put out into place. Um, but you know, but I'd like to know what's up here as someone who also is very vocal on human rights. So she questioned Eliza Blue. Next thing you know, um, hey, this woman. Uh, Venti has been locked out of her Twitter for asking questions. Hey, Twitter. Um, so Venti was locked out of her account for simply asking questions about an existing video that's been on YouTube for years. This doesn't seem right. And here she was. Um, see, I saw this, but now it starts to blur the line between. And she posted a picture of the video I showed you of um, of Miss Sen- Eliza Centricid Blue, you know, be, uh, as a video vixen dancing. And it does blur the lines of how are you, were you, how are you trafficked if you're doing this? Because it just blurs the lines and her, her timeline doesn't add up, especially that we now know that her father is a, you know, is a congressman. Okay. Um, but now Eliza doesn't want to be doing this. She, yeah, in this clip we played, she's like, I, I shouldn't be doing this. Here's the statement. I'm not going to read all of it. Um, if you want to, you can. I'm going to put the thread in um, the description below and you can delve into it yourself. It seems Brenty Venti saw the thread and asked Eliza Blue about it and all of a sudden got locked out of Twitter and had to delete tweets. Kind of crazy how no one is able to get an answer and these heavy-handed tactics keep happening and then boom this got these this is like a, a news account so it kind of keeps up with latest breaking stuff and then it seems that the this channel raw alerts thinks that the semi-nude photos of eliza blue posted by britney venti were non-consensual they are from a freaking real star hip-hop video that was posted publicly Eliza Blue would never end up in court over this because she would lose. Yeah, um, it's um, and then this person, Amanda Jean, who seems to be uh, one of the hounds, one of the war hounds for Miss Eliza Blue, started attacking people. Um. Could Amanda Jean just be a sock account for Eliza Blue? They seem to care more about this stuff than most people would. Um, that or some kind of handler situation. Now, see, this is where it gets interesting, okay? Um, like I said, they didn't properly vet their rep. Now, you have all these handlers and you have the World Economic Forum. You have the military pharmaceutical um, corporate industrial complex, and they have their handlers. Whether it's whether it's Greta Thornburg, whether it's Seth Abrams, um, whether it's uh, that um, Brooklyn dad or Defiant Brooklyn dad, whatever it is, there's so many of them out there. You have to start questioning and wondering who and why all of a sudden does she have a platform? Does she have a free Tesla? Does is she able to just get people locked out of their account? Um, so like I said, this, uh, this Amanda Jean is like a warhound, and she's claiming public videos and images of her is going to get you locked up for two years. Actually, that's not how it works. And now we have what we need to shut your, um, alternative accounts. 
but this even got to the the quartering. He ended up getting um, caught up in this because he's. It's the whole fact that she's advocating for free speech. She talks about that, but then she's using her platform to censor people. Um. Elon Musk's mom, yes, which I understand. She's she questionable. And we're not here to delve into Elon Musk's mom and ties to the occult. We're not doing that right now. Okay, where were we? Okay, this is her her modeling Instagram account that she had in 2014. Um, but yeah, also the quartering, he got into this, um, let me see if I can find, he got into it and he ended up getting locked out of his account. Um, he ended up getting locked out of his account. And there's another person we might get into this on Ian Miles Chong. That'd be another deep dive to get into. But um, she ended up also getting um, the quartering locked out of his account because he posted the same photo that Brittany Venting did. So here we go. Here we go. Um, this is from that Star Wars on her channel, and uh, now you're just now you're just a grifter who's jumping into a situation you have nothing to do with and have zero research or for or uh, on for clout. Eliza Blue abused Twitter safety and got my friends printed venting in the quartering band. Um and um oh she's talking about this guy but yeah um. The quartering was questioning her as well, and he lost his, um, he's locked out of his Twitter account until he deletes the photo. I, I watched his video on it. Um, I'll post that down below as well. But here's the issue is, you know, Eliza Censorship Blue is using her platform and her connection to Elon Musk to quiet anyone who questions her past. And this is extremely unacceptable. You um, and according to the video, expressing how it's affecting um, his revenue and his business, um, because that's how he gets his engagement um, with his uh, his fan base and his followers. So, you know, this is it makes you wonder if we're if we're back to you know Vijaya Gandhi Twitter. Where people who were could just tell you, hey, can you block them? Can you suspend them? And she seems to have that platform. And I mean, listen, with, with a body like that, I, I can understand why Elon Musk might have his attention onto her. Don't be surprised, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be surprised if she's one of the uh, genetic donors to his, you know, lab babies that he's got brewing. I'm just saying. 
you know, don't hate the player, or I should say, don't hate the grifter, hate the grift. <laughs> um, but yeah, she went the the quartering. He did a video. I, I don't think I can play it or anything like that. Um, but oh shoot, he did a video talking about it. And um, so essentially, this is a very unfortunate and sus and suspecting situation because unfortunate because even if she's regardless of the work that she has done for anti-trafficking, it could be almost undone if it if it really comes comes to truth that she really is lying. And it really seems like she is. And it's and this is what I was saying before. If you want to be a grifter, fine. But be be at least somewhat moral in what you use to grift on. Because to use such to, to use anti-trafficking as a as a platform for your grift is to me extremely unethical, regardless of how you know sexy of a chunky monkey you are. Um, you know, my mom was you know worked for DCF, Department of Children and Families. So, and I was excuse me, and and I was made privy to this the some of the horrific stories that she um, went through or during her investigations, I should say. So that is a problem there. You know, it's, it's also a problem if you are someone who advocates for free speech, which she has on her platform and on Twitter, but then she's using it to censor people who question her on her past. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, you know, she didn't, you know, Brittany Vanny didn't do anything wrong. It's publicly available. It's on, the, the, the video is on World Star Hip Hop. When I first saw it, it was at, um, it was at 39,000 views. Okay. It was at 39,000 views. Um, let's, let's see where it's at now. Eighty-five thousand views. Is it like eighty-five thousand views? Yeah, it's at eighty-five thousand views. So you can go on there on YouTube and look at it. Um, but um, it's just a unfortunate situation because, like I said, you know. When you, it's no different than, because it, what it does is that it, it starts questioning, well, who, who are your handlers then? 
who what's your agenda what are you trying to push especially if you are so quick to um make claims and then people question your claims and then you dismiss them you block them you censor them um from speaking out against you or questioning you especially if they were people who were trafficked themselves so in it um it further draws scrutiny and it does the, the most the, the Streisand effect and that's what you're seeing right now you know or you know like she you know she's getting Jack Murphy'd and look up what Jack Murphy um was got found out about <laughs> and boy oh boy um uh, the you know if 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 he if there was a mascot for cucks he would probably be it but I digress. Um, this is just an unfortunate side effect of the grifting. And like I said, this seems to be 2023 seems to be the year of um, the the grifting expose because a lot of people are getting found out. Government's getting found out. <laughs> World Economic Forum's getting found out. You know, it's um, the bill comes due. And this is karma. You know, I'm a very big believer in karma. And if you don't have good karma and if you are corrupting karma, if you are exploiting karma, um, there are consequences. And you're seeing these kind of consequences happen. And these people are being made example of. And you don't want to be made example of. Because you know, oftentimes you, don't, you do not recover. And I'm not sure how this whole situation is going to play out. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing how it does play out. Uh, but, you know, like I said, you know, if you engage in such behavior, the karma that's going to come back onto you is tenfold. Um, and I think that's also what you're seeing a lot of what's going on in this world right now is karma. And I think, you know, whether or not you believe or are um, are privy to or interest into the occult stuff and the the dangers that it represents, you know we're we're living in that time and era, and you're you're seeing it every single day. Whether it's Jamie Lee Curtis and a photo of a dead child in a, a suitcase in her um, her office area in her house. Um, or Balenciaga, whatever it is, um, the veil is continuing to be lifted. And even the same is for grifters. The veil is lifting on their grift and they're being exposed. And some people are being exposed as working for the uh, you know, military, pharmaceutical, corporate, industrial complex. I'm not saying that she is one of those individuals. But I'm saying we have to be mindful of how this plays a part into the large larger scheme of things as i said you know we are also living in the age of distractions and this is just another distraction one that's exposing some truth that needs to be addressed and held accountable for but it is a distraction nonetheless so i you know i think people also need to be mindful of that and aware of what that represents in the larger scale of things 
But I don't really have much else to um, delve onto in regards to our um, lovely Eliza censorship blue. But uh, I just wanted to share my thoughts and opinions and just talk about the consequences of this. Um, because, you know, the consequences of this are that it really does damage to the movement, to the activists who are working hard out there. But at the same time, it does do some some plus as it is exposing people who are using real world, unethical, horrible human rights issues for their own gain. And they're being exposed for it. Um, unfortunately, we also have to take into account that that also seems to be how the powers to be are. They create the problems to create the solutions that cause the problem that initiate control over solutions. It's an endless cycle. Um, but I, I think that um, this is, you know, this is necessary to be exposed because this is an important thing. And like I said, you know, my mom worked in DCF. I, I, I don't, these type of things are very serious to me. And people who engage in exploiting such, you know, human rights work for their own personal game and notoriety, it, it, it's it's disgusting, um, regardless of how sexy of a chunky monkey you may be. It's disgusting. And um, I think you need to hold yourself accountable, admit your lies, take the L, and um, just uh, exit stage left and uh, keep to yourself. Because we, we already have enough issues going on in this world. And the last we need is people just exploiting things just for the sake of their own insecurities and narcissism and cult of personality. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Lounge Ronin. All things, everything. Stay positive. Stay focused. Stay true. And much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Lounge Ronin. To learn more about myself and how you can support Lounge Ronin, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on my social media on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronin Art underscore music. And if you prefer, hit me up at my email at roninartandmusic09 at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.